Hello and welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. You know the drill. Like, subscribe, download, share, talk about, send greeting cards to your friends and let them know about this podcast. That would certainly be appreciated. And while you're at it, make sure you tune in each weekday to News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas, for the Charlie James Show. That would be appreciated as well. So my grandfather used to say, uh, six of one, half dozen of the other. That's a saying that means two things that are supposed to be different, but they really aren't. They are identical. And unfortunately, I believe that's exactly what we have right now in the House of Representatives. Now, when the Democrats were in control of the House and spending was was rampant and going through the roof, all of these Republicans who were running for office were promising you that they were going, if you sent them to Washington, D.C., they were going to do something to rein in spending. We've got to stop this spending. We've got to stop this reckless spending. And if you if you vote for me, uh, Representative Farts and Mouth, then by golly, we will uh, cut down and, and rein in these uh, this uh, uncontrolled spending in Washington. So we did that. We gave them the majority in the House of Representatives. And what have they done? What what have they done? Ha- have they cut spending? No, not one little bit. So we got rid of the Democrats effectively in the House, making them the minority. Then we had Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. And this is a guy that came along and made a deal with the Biden administration to uh, for, for the last continuing resolution that would actually increase spending. So we got rid of Kevin McCarthy because he was bad. So then we get Mike Johnson in and my and we, you know, this was the hope. We got a real conservative in there that was really going to fight to cut spending. And guess what? <clears throat> it hasn't been done. So now Mike Johnson has come up with this uh, new two tiered. It's oh, that's the that's the big thing. This is a two tiered continuing resolution, which really means nothing because spending is still at unprecedented levels, no cuts whatsoever in spending. So what's the difference? Literally, what is the difference between why were we so mad at the Democrats for uncontrolled spending? And then we get Republicans in the House of Representatives and they're also for uncontrolled spending. Where are the cuts? Man, I'm telling you what, I'm getting so sick and tired of campaign promises not being fulfilled. And it's not the fact that they're even they're being fulfilled. They're not even trying to live up to their campaign promises. They're still going along with all of this spending in Washington, D.C. And this country is, we're not going broke. I hate when I hear people say, you know, this country's going broke. No, we're not going broke. We are broke. We're absent. In fact, Moody, didn't they? We just our credit rating just basically got downgraded internationally because of all of the spending that's going on in Washington. Now, if this happens in your house, let's say something happens and you notice that money is a little tight in your house, you've got two options. Number one, you reduce your spending. 
You find out ways that you can make the cuts. You maybe look at your your streaming services, or is there is there something that you're subscribed to that that maybe you're not using all that much, so you make those cuts. You turn off your lights when you leave the room. You become more efficient in how you go about your day-to-day activities. That's one way. The other way is you can get a side hustle. Maybe you go out and get a weekend job or something like that just to bring a little extra money into the house. Now, Congress, when the country goes broke, they've got two options as well. Number one, they can cut spending. They can start looking at ways that you can, you know, ways like, hey, let's not spend uh, $250,000 to study the mating habits of honeybees, or let's not give these um, endowments uh, to, to, to universities, or hey, let's not spend money on, on, on whatever ridiculous programs that they spend. Hey, let's not spend, you know, $100 or $500 on a hammer, things like that. That's one way you could do it cut spending. But the other way that they can do it is to take more money from you. These people take over 30% of our paychecks and they're still broke. This country is still in dire straits financially. So what is the only option that they're going to, if they're not willing to cut spending, then the only other option that they are going to have, the only other option that's on the table is to take more money from you. So therefore, why do you think the Democrats had this plan to hire 87,000 new, heavily armed, by the way, IRS agents? Because they're going to need them. They're going to need them to take more money from you. So here's Joe Biden, and he's lying to you when he says nobody that makes under $400,000 a year is going to see one penny increase in federal income tax. Well, that's a bunch of BS because I make under $400,000 a year, and I've seen my taxes go up. Absolutely. And your taxes are going to go up even more because that's the only way that financially This country can stay viable is to take more money from you. People who are already strapped, you're strapped when you go to the grocery store, when you go to uh, the gas station, when you pay your bills, you are strapped. We are tapped out, Congress. It's time for you guys to make some serious cuts. And until you do, you are literally no different from the Democrats. So again, Why did we get so pissed off over Nancy Pelosi? Why did we get so upset over the Democrats when the Republicans come along and they do exactly the same thing? Man, I guess it is true. There is really only one party, and that's the Uniparty. And these people are causing us to go to the poorhouse. Twenty twenty four is upon us and we will be in full election mode coming up very soon. I mean, once you get into that year up until Election Day and, you know, then then you got uh, 
then, then you're down to brass tacks. So you're going to start hearing a lot of campaign promises. You're going to start seeing a lot of a uh, uh, lot, lot of ads on television, hear them on radio and yard signs, billboards up everywhere. And since Donald Trump is the likely, and it looks more and more like that every single day, since Donald Trump, it, it looks like he's going to be the nominee. Now you're hearing the same old BS that you heard back in 2016 and in 2020. Donald Trump is in bed with the, <laughs> I love this, Donald Trump and Putin, but yet Joe Biden meets with President Xi Jinping and, uh, and nobody cares about that. Um, I guess Chinese communism is better than Russian communism for some reason. Uh, Chinese communism, Cuban communism, those are good communism, uh, nisms, uh, and, uh, and Russian communism, that's bad, I suppose. I, I really have never understood uh, the difference <clears throat> in those different um, uh, ideologies there. But one of the things that you're now going to start hearing a lot is that if Donald Trump is, uh, becomes president again of the United States, celebrities are going to leave the country. Yep, we heard this back in 2016 time and time again. So many celebrities threatened to leave the country. Whoopi Goldberg said she would leave. Did she? No, she did not. Snoop Dogg was going to leave if Trump won the election. Miley Cyrus going to bail on the U.S. Let's see, we've got George Lopez. He hasn't left. Uh, uh, Raven Simone said she was going to leave. Amy Schumer, Chuck Schumer's uh, niece, said she was going to leave as well. Cher said she was going to bail out of the country. Amari Hardwick, Samuel L. Jackson. Anybody, anybody know where you can find Samuel L. Jackson these days? Yeah, in Hollywood. He's still here. Brian Cranston said he was going to leave. Lena, Lena Dunham said she was going to leave the country. Uh, Nev Campbell, Barbara Streisand, said she was going to leave. Neo, whoever that is, said he was going to leave. Chelsea Handler, the so-called comedian, said she was going to bail out on the country. John Stewart even said he was leaving. Keegan-Michael Key was one of them. Chloe Sevigny, whoever that is. Uh, Eddie Griffin. You've also got Amber Rose. And many, many others all saying that they were going to leave the country if Donald Trump got elected. Again, did they leave? No, they did not leave. You know why they didn't leave? The money's too good here. They're making too much bank here in the good old United States. Even under, especially under Donald Trump. They made, celebrities made more money under Donald Trump than they did under Obama and certainly now under Joe Biden. And now they're at it again. Same old, same old. Again, six of one, half dozen of the other. They're all exactly the same. Now you've got Barbara Streisand saying once again that she was going to leave the country. You've known of, you've known and supported a lot of political figures. You're friends yeah. with the Clintons. Yeah. I'm not going to get into you dating Pierre Trudeau, but you have politicians in more than one country, shall we say. What do you make of the political climate of the United States now? Bad. Well, I like Biden. Mm -hmm. I like Biden. I think he's done a good job. I think he's compassionate. He's smart. He supports the right things. How do you feel about the specter of a second Trump administration? I will move. 
I can't live in this country if that's if he became president. But where would you go? Where would you go? If Probably to England. Mm -hmm. I like England. Okay, Barbara, go, leave. We don't care. We're, I, I'm just so, this is like a, a six-year-old child threatening that they're going to run away from home if they're not allowed to have chocolate cake for breakfast. I am so sick and tired of the entire, oh, well, meanwhile, meanwhile, just, just think about this for a second. Um, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry had it made over there in, in England. All they had to do was act like they had some sense. And the very moment that they could, they left England and they moved here to the United States. Again, because of the money. These people love to complain about this country. They love to criticize this country. They love to criticize Republicans and anything good and wholesome. We all know that they're against that. But they refuse to leave because the lure of that almighty dollar is so great and so strong. I really wish some of these countries would start recruiting some of these. Maybe we could have a, a, a better Hollywood in Australia or a better Hollywood in Canada or a, a better Hollywood in Mexico. Notice they never threatened to go to Mexico. None of, the, none of these people. Oh, well, I'm going to go to Canada. Yeah, oh boy, if, if Donald Trump becomes president, I'm going to Canada. Oh, why not Mexico? Why not Venezuela? Why not Nicaragua? Why not any of the Central and South American countries? Did you notice that? Notice they never threatened to go there. Why, if Donald Trump becomes president, I'm moving to Argentina. Never heard that. So sick and tired of hearing these lame so-called celebrities hate this country that has made them so much money. I love this country. I, I really do. I think it's the best country ever in the history of the planet. Do we have problems? Of course. Every country does. But our problems pale in comparison to a lot of other countries around the nation. And there's no better way, there's no better country to make your way, to start from scratch and become highly successful than the United States of America. This is it. And these so-called celebrities... They know it. Is anybody going to leave? No. Whoopi's still going to be bitching and moaning and whining, but she's going to do it here in the United States. Amy Schumer's not going anywhere. This is the only place that thinks she's funny. <laughs> I don't understand that either. Barbara Streisand, when's the last time she did anything important? Well, she hasn't in a long time. Nobody really cares about her. So in order to become significant, I guess, she has to threaten to leave. You know what this is? It's attention-seeking behavior. That's all it is. But after all, isn't that the reason that a lot of these people got into showbiz in the first place? Because they seek the attention. They crave attention. They can't live without it. So every now and again, even the most washed-up celebrities have to raise their ugly heads, put on some pancake makeup, and declare that if Donald Trump becomes president, they're out of here. I really wish, I really wish that uh, some of these celebrities would actually live up to their promises. This is the Checkpoint Charlie Podcast.